I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to this bittersweet episode of Football Pony, where it's bitter because it will be the last episode for a while, but it's sweet because it is going to be an analysis of the upcoming FA Cup final. We've got our Arsenal correspondent all the way from London. Comedian Jacob Hawley is on the line to dissect the FA Cup final in a season where we didn't even know there was going to be an FA Cup final, let alone know that Arsenal were going to be in the final. Who would have thought that we would have gotten past Pep Guardiola's Manchester City, but we have done it. So here we go. Preview of the FA Cup final between Arsenal and Chelsea. Welcome back to Football Pony. Ladies and gentlemen, you are so welcome back to Football Pony. And I know I say it every week, but this is a very, very special episode. We have our official Arsenal correspondent coming in, calling in from North London. It's comedian Jacob Holly, ladies and gentlemen. Jacob, how are you doing, my man? I'm good, brother. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm um, I'm excited about this FA Cup final. I'm 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 excited about many things. Let's just start off with I want your feelings on this because my theory now is that we're okay. We're a mid-table club, but we're officially the sexiest team in the Premier League. What do you think of our new kit? Well, the 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 home kit for next year. The new home kit. Are you, yeah, are you, yeah. you you're a big fan of it, aren't you? <laughs> you're no, taking no, I'm a just, back by this. No, well, I, I'm not surprised, but I'm just, you you really like it, didn't you? Well, I, it's a grower. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I thought last season's home jersey, especially because we only had it for one season, I kind of wanted us to have it for a couple of seasons, but I thought they nailed it. I thought they really did, and I thought it was going to be whatever they bring out after that is going to be really hard to follow. I don't know that they've necessarily bettered that, but I think they've, you know, it was a grower. When no, I they haven't saw... bettered it. They haven't bettered no. it by any stretch. That last season's kit was, I th- the be- it's comfortably the best one we've had since the night kits. Yes, you know, easily. Since, like, the classic night kits of like 2002, whatever, would be beautiful. But like last the season was a ma- the collar. Oh man, Dreamcast. Oh, but also, do, do you remember the yellow one with the blue collar that we had in 2004 when we won the when we went unbeaten? Yes, I do. Uh, oh, I had that. I had that exact one with Vieira on the back. Vieira yeah, four yeah, yeah. on the back. That was a beautiful. And I used to put Vaseline on the front of it and everything. Did you- <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> man! I like, like. I thought last season's one was incredible. I don't know about the new one. It, it is growing on me. It's slowly mm-hmm. growing on me, but it's it's a darker red. It's I, d- yes. I don't really get what the triangles are on the front of it. 
So the triangles in the design are apparently to are a half and half between the logo of the A that they use on the Arsenal that's out Emirates outside Emirates Stadium, but also apparently it it mirrors the tiles on the floor of the marble halls. What marble halls? The the back in Highbury. Oh. Apparently, there's some tiles in there that had those kind of shapes in there. I don't know. Like, I've totally <laughs> bought into it, as you can hear. <laughs> yeah, man, it's the tiles. It's the tiles on the walls. It's the place that we, we can't even go anymore because they're privately yeah. owned flats now. But that's what it looks like. <laughs> I fucking hate those flats. I used to live across the road from them. They're awful, yokes. Fucking hell. I've not seen uh, any. I, I don't live far from there now. I can, I can just about see the stadium from one of my windows. Um, yeah. Which is kind of a cruel tease when you're not allowed to go in there. But... Yeah, man, we 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 are now the sexiest mid-table team around. We well, are... I certainly, I certainly love the way that they. Do you not love the branding, the promotion of it, and like, because it is super cool. If you look at all the other clubs, Liverpool, United, um, Manchester City are gone with Puma. That's a fucking disaster. We know that. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> oh, they're awful, Puma. But like the the whole vibe of like London. I mean, no one can, no one makes like you know Arsenal make London sexy in a way that Spurs and Chelsea just never will. Or yeah. I, re- I remember the video for last year's uh, kit launch with, with Ian Wright in it. That whole oh, thing so of like, good. you're not born in London and you made one, all that stuff. I loved yes. it, man. But yes, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, it does It does get you high, doesn't it? And it, there is there is still a part of me that you almost feel like a kid again when you see these kits coming out and you're like, oh mm. man, I could go down the park and if I've got if I've got the socks and the shorts mm. on and if I yes. play a certain way, it'll feel like I'm an Arsenal player. <laughs> May I still have I still have like f- play five aside on on a Sunday morning and I'm like I'm even considering buying that jersey. I mean the money is ridiculous for these jerseys now. Buying it, putting a number ten and my name on the back, like it's a, I'm thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say about the money though. I sent you my little hookup, haven't I? Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So now I have to do it. <laughs> if, if anyone, if anyone, if anyone is looking for a kit, DM me. And I've got a dodgy hookup for uh, DM Jacob Hawley. That's that's a good. You're, you're getting your Instagram handle in early. On, Jacob, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm incentivizing it as well, giving people nice. a reason to to follow. <laughs> How yeah, do you man, so the, the season officially ends the other day? How are you feeling about it all? It was a horrible season. Mm. That was that was a horrible old season. Mm. I mean, it was so long and like so long. It, it's so hard to remember just how weird it was at certain points. Do you know what I mean? I was I was talking to my mate who I go and watch with um, earlier today, Joe. Joe, yeah, you know, because yes, you've, you've used my ticket before, right? Yes. Like, you, there was a point in our season where Callum Chambers was our best attacking player. I, yeah, I know. I, like a right wing back kind of like... Yeah, yeah. Getting assists. Mate, yeah, getting assists. <laughs> it's like, what what happened this year? Like, yeah, it, I know. It was nuts, man. It Like, gen, genuinely very glad it's over. We, you know, three different managers, a, a squad which is like... Did, do you know what the squad reminds me of? Do you know at the start of Pirates of the Caribbean where yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow like gets his yeah. crew together and yeah. they've all got like one leg or one eye or they can't yeah. speak or they've got a, pa- a parrot that speaks from us? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, genuinely yeah. what the Arsenal squad reminds me of at the moment. Like these misfits and freaks who can't play the game. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real... There was lots, so many... Like there was so many low points in the season for Arsenal fans when you think of the high points it was just like that dr- that Martinelli goal against Chelsea for example it's like that was just for a draw do you know what I mean? draw, yeah. like, yeah, that was a high point in our season but like yeah. one of the low points was when you well, when uh, when we last met in October and uh, you gave me your ticket to go watch a game with Joe 
And yeah. man, was that a toxic day. It was the day that Jacka got booed off the pitch. Oh, was that the game? That was that game, man. And that oh, was like such God. a low for the club. That was the beginning of the end for Emery. Um, and it was just like it, it got it got so much bleaker the, the the six weeks following that as well. Yeah, that 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 period is like, and you know we we we're a bit of a when people hear of Arsenal fans that they, they always think of the sort of Wenger in Wenger out thing and how how toxic mm. that got at the end. But the way we were in in November, as you say, when when Emery was kind of coming to an end and. You know, Xhaka was telling the players to, to the, telling the fans to fuck off and all this stuff, and it's like, God, like that—that that was the worst I've ever felt as an Arsenal fan, and the most hopeless yeah. as well. You know, yes. and I, th- I think yeah. I think that's one thing you have to say for Arteta coming in is that it. Whilst, as you say, the best thing we can say is that we're the sexiest mid-table team in the league, <laughs> but we, there is a there is a slight element of hope again. You know? Yes, I a hundred percent agree because I, I like yeah you're right probably in the whole whatever it is twenty five plus years of following Arsenal that was and like Bruce I think Bruce Greyock was the manager when I started following them so there was lot there was lots of uh, there you know that wasn't a great point to start following them but you're right about November and being at that game with Jack it was toxic. And the fans' relationship with Emery was toxic, and yeah. with Xhaka was like to, for for Xhaka even to turn around and become the player he is now in our team. I, it's quite unbelievable, really. It's interesting the Xhaka thing, isn't it? Because I was I was talking to um, I was talking to another friend of mine about about what's going on at Arsenal and what's going to happen this summer. And that you know all you hear are these links with Thomas Partey, you know the guy from yes. Uh, Atletico. Yes, and it, it's it's one that I you know. It, it, it frequently happens that we'll have a we'll have a transfer that's just rumored for so long at Arsenal that you think it kind of has to happen. I, I remember yes. Podolski was like that, Nasri was like that, yeah, Giroud yeah. to an extent. You know, the rumors start in March, and you think Lacazette well, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just think it has to happen. But we, we've we've party. The, the weird thing is, you think if he's going to come in, it's probably at the expense of Xhaka. Mm. And as as much, as you say, like the the pits of where Xhaka's place in the team was, and his relationship with the fans, and his performances weren't good. Now you just can't take him out of that team. No, like He's we the we do. Pin. Yeah, we do not win games without that guy. And I, I look at him right, and I'm I'm as a player, I'm not a massive fan of him. I think he's he's so one footed, it's ridiculous. It's like I remember mm-hmm. my dad when I was a kid and I used to play. He'd scream at me to use my left foot. He'd be like, "Don't right. be one footed, use both feet." And I'm I'm doing the same at Jacker now. I'm like, for God's sake, how can you be a professional footballer and not have a right foot? Yeah. You know. He's yeah. slow. He's, you know, you can't play this sort of ticky-tack of football in midfield because he, he he can't absorb pressure. If you if you you know you can wind him up easily. He's a cert for a yellow card. Yeah. Got, a, got a stupid yellow at the weekend there. It was like back to the old Jacko. I know, it? I know. And you start panicking. You think, oh God, don't yes. get suspended. But the reason you start panicking is for whatever reason we just don't win without the guy. Mm. And uh, you know, you, you hear you hear that apparently, like in training, he literally pulls up trees. Like you, you know, he trains yeah. like an animal. He's, he's a great presence around the club, all this stuff. But there's something in there where, for whatever reason, we just can't win without the guy on the pitch. It's an interesting... for like it, We seem to have gone with the formation now in the last couple of... Well, certainly since uh, we came back after lockdown, that Arteta's playing a, a 3-4-3 that kind of becomes a five at the back when we don't have the ball. And yeah. Xhaka seems to... I, I, I get what you're saying, but we can't play the fast football in midfield, through the midfield... Because I think it's because he's not quick enough to get on the forward end of it. Like, he can't follow that up going forward. You know what I mean? He can't yeah. involve it going forward. But when we're defending, he's just 
he just seems to be great at protecting the back the the, the central defenders, <laughs> which we bloody well need. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I think I think the the saddest thing about Arsenal is that our, our personnel is so bad that you mm. have to have you have to have. I mean, effectively, as you say, seven players on the pitch who are all fairly defensive because you can't yeah. trust four to do it. You know, you've got yeah. the three centre halves who are all awful. You know, it doesn't matter which combination we put together. <laughs> Mustafi was our best defender, which is a sentence I never thought that's, I'd. Uh, that's another weird turnaround in the season as well. Yeah, but, but it, it, kind of, it does kind of reflect on the rest of them. I mean, Louise, you just don't know which one of him is going to get. But yeah, with, with the Xhaka thing, I think he does a good job of protecting. But I also think Chibalos does a brilliant. He has. He has. And, uh, He's done I, a fantastic mate, I, job. I've been a long-term fan of that guy. Really, really, really like him, and I'm glad that I'm glad he's being recognised now. But I, I think even he, to an extent, does a job protecting Xhaka mm, yeah. and also protecting that back three because the back three is so vulnerable. I mean, he, the only one, and he and he's he's quickly becoming like my my favourite player at Arsenal is Kieran Tierney. Yes, and I, yeah. I think what's amazing when he plays, whether he's part of that back three or part of a back four. Is he's so like fluid in his positioning, you know. Yes. He can yeah. be in the back three, but he, you know, if we want to change to a back four, we can because he can go there. He can get up and down. He defends brilliantly. But apart yeah. from that, man, I mean, I, I used to be a big fan of Rob Holding, and he he looks to have gone. I mean, me too. It's, me too. His, his hairline's gone. His, yeah, <laughs> his I think he needs to. Be, I was thinking that the other day. I was watching him going, Jesus Christ, that hair is getting thinner and then he's going to have to shave his head and then he's going to look like Pascal Segan and that's just fucking disaster. <laughs> then that's the transformation's disaster. begun. It. It's fully happened. Pascal it's is Senderos back. Senderos in disguise. <laughs> but yeah, he's, I, like, I, I did think, he, like he had a couple of, I thought he did, um, he had a couple of decent moments for Arsenal and I really liked him last season but it seems for whatever reason on the ball, Rob Holding, uh, just seems to yeah and he's then he's making defensive errors as well but on the ball he's really seemed to kind of like gone back a few steps yeah. or something like that you, you don't know if it's like a confidence thing sometimes yeah. I mean, it, but but yeah he he it's it's so strange that it, like his appearance you know when he first joined i almost thought i was like he's a bit of a pretty boy like for a center yes. back yeah. but then, but then you know he was good on the ball he was yeah. uh, you know he was, he was comfortable with the ball at his feet and you yeah. think oh okay well that maybe he's one of those sort of like cultured European centre backs, yes. you know, yeah, who yeah, who, yeah. who wears who wears vapors rather than old school yeah, boots. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the more the more his hairline's going and he looks more old school, the more he's like turning into like an old. You know, he yeah. can't run, he can't pass. Yeah, yeah. He's not I know good what, I, 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 in the air for it to be all right, and it yeah. yeah. So, I wonder how much worrying. of it is, is his, his injury coming back as well, you know? Because, like, I remember him 2017 FA Cup final, like, Mark and Diego Costa out of the game. Okay, Costa scored a goal, but he did an amazing job on him in that final. Um, uh, but that yeah, guy seems to have gone. I, I think, but then I, I spoke to, I, I keep saying this, I spoke to him, but I did, I did, all I've done since restart is I just speak to people about football. Like, it's yeah. keeping me sane. <laughs> but, like, I was speaking to someone else and I was like, yeah, he, you know, that performance in the cup final. And this guy said to me, he was like, if you actually watch that cup final, it's actually a per Mertesacker masterclass. Do you know right, what I mean? Because okay. Mertesacker's positioning is just like bulletproof the entire time. And it right. means the holding can go and get stuck in. But if yes. at any point Costa turns holding, Mertesacker's there to mop up. So, yeah, that I mean, I think the injury thing is a really important point. I mean, you look at Hector, for example, and I, I yeah. still think Hector looks way away from what he used to be. Yeah, He definitely. still doesn't look... You know, his pace, I don't think his pace is coming back, which I think is heartbreaking because it used to be the best thing about his game. Yeah. But it's still, just from a confidence perspective, he doesn't look all there. And I think Holden's the same. I mean, it's interesting with Bellerin because 
what, what do you do at the weekend? I mean, you know, you missed Watford with a slight injury. Yeah. But I thought Maitland-Niles was brilliant. And I, and I have to say, the more I see of Maitland-Niles, the more I'm like, mate, if, if only you wanted to be a wing-back, you'd be a brilliant mm. wing-back. I, I was really taken aback because we can move on into the, the positive. The only positive really we have of this season is the fact that we are in the FA Cup final. But looking at that semi-final against Man City, there's not Man. a hope in hell I saw us, uh, uh, us winning that game. But when I saw the starting eleven and I saw Ainsley starting, because it was kind of out of nowhere. He wasn't even in the squads for the weeks previous. He, not only was he starting, he was starting at left wing back. Yeah. And he played a stormer. And, it, and I, think, I think that was the week where there was an article coming out a few days before and it was clearly like someone, you know, whether his agent or whatever had sort of fed this to the press of him being like, I'm not playing enough, I'm out, I'm leaving. Oh, right. And, and so that went out on the Wednesday and then on the Saturday. And like you say, we just lost to Spurs, you know, and I, I the only thing, when, when I saw him, he was going to play left wing back, he came on and played left wing back against Wolves and he was unreal. Mm, yeah, and I, I just thought I was like, "Is that?" But th- this is the thing, mate, and this is the nice thing about having Arteta is that it's he's one of these tactical geniuses where he'll do things that we don't understand. Yes, and it somehow yeah. works. I mean, you know, it, they 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 do some strange things at cities with Carl Walker almost playing like a third central midfielder sometimes, yeah. and it works. But yeah, man, that 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 result against City in the in the semi finals. I, I screamed Crazy. loud enough. When, when, when that Aubameyang goal went in, the second one, I shouted second loud one. enough. My <laughs> missus almost went into labour. <laughs> like that, that was, but that's, yeah. it, as you say, it just came out of nowhere. You know, we, we'd done Liverpool just beforehand, but you just that was such a weird freak result that you yes, thought, okay. Was. Two big mistakes you, from Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, okay, we've used up our luck. Now, now we're off to City. You can yeah. bet your house, Arsenal City, it's going to be 3-0 City. Someone's going to get sent off. Yeah. And somehow, I mean, David Luiz, who we mentioned earlier, gave a fucking insane performance. Like, yeah. you think, who the hell is that guy who's got a David Luiz wig on at the back? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the interesting thing about that game I found was at no point did I feel, while especially in the second half, we had our backs to the wall, I didn't feel City were going to score. No, I didn't. And I... I I think you've got to give credit to midfielders for that. I think even the wingers work their arse off. But, mate, that keeper now, Emmy Martinez. If, if you, if, if you could, if you, if I said to you, someone's going to come in and offer you 35 million for Leno this summer, do you sell Leno and go with Martinez? I mean, you, the only reason I would say no to that is because I think it's an amazing. We have we now have an amazing two two amazing goalkeepers, um, but I I would be fine with Len, with uh, Martinez becoming number one. You know, I'm I sold. I, I love yeah. him. I find, yeah. my, and one of my favorite things, um, and I don't. It, I I only saw this on a tweet on a tweet that went viral. It was in the Liverpool game uh, near the end when we were two two one up. Um, like Martinez is fucking hilarious, man. David Luiz started running up the pitch to go up for a corner. Right. <laughs> in, in this clip, you could hear uh, Martinez going, David, David, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> 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 but I, mate, yeah. I love him. I, I love yeah. the guy. I, I think I prefer him to Leno. I think he's better with the ball at his feet. He's yeah. bigger. He's better at crosses. 
And yeah, he does. He's got. He's very commanding. He, he yeah. commands the six-yard box for when crosses are coming in, but he, he hasn't fucked up yet anyway. Even when it's eight yards outside off the line or whatever, he'll come and he'll win it. Like he'll an old-school goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like a Van der Sar or Petr Cech from, yes. from the noughties, you know, who yeah. from corners. I, I remember Chelsea's tactic at corners when they had Cech and Cech was at his best. It was always like, actually, get as many people out the area as you can yeah. to give Czech space to come and get it. And I, yeah. I, I, I love him. And I, I just think, especially when we're skin, you've, you've, you know, if you can get money for Leno, I think you sell him because what's the point yeah. in having two good keepers? You can only yeah, play yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, mate, that, yeah, that's, that's true. I think, I think that's a big thing at City, some of the saves that Emmy was making. Unreal. Yes. He was. He was unbelievable. And my favourite thing about Emmy of, re, of, of the last league game of the season was there's the whole team in our new kit, but Emmy had his new goalkeeper's kit as well, and you could see he was loving it. I don't know if yeah, you know, like man. he was on Instagram. Oh, he was. It was like a luminous orange, and he got the hair done as well, and he was just. Yeah. He was just like he was he, strutting. <laughs> he's he's one of the few. He's one of the few players where the, his Instagram makes me like him so much more. Yes, because yeah. you see, whenever you go on like Saka's Instagram. Like Martinez will have left like a little piss takey comment or like, or on Willock or so. Do you know what I mean? And he, yes, you yeah, can yeah. see that he's kind of he's in there. He, he's mates with everyone. Apparently, he's like Martinelli's best friend now. Him and Martinelli yes. have really gelled. And I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of ready for him to be number one, mate. I, I really think, and I, I like that he's been at the club a long time. He's been patient. He's waited for his chance. I, I mean, look, if first day of the season, who do you pick? Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, our, the, the question was put to Arteta the other day that apparently Leno will be fit to be in the squad anyway. But mm. he said, no, Martinez is number one. And at the first day of the season right now, yeah, I think you pick Martinez. And let's to. not forget, Leno has been outstanding for us this season as well. Mate, potentially player of the season. Yeah. It, it, un- until Martinez came in and did this, I, I think if Leno finishes the season the way he was playing, he wins player of the season for us this year. Yes, yeah. But... Mate, football's ruthless, and I think this is a big part of what's been wrong at Arsenal recently is that we haven't been ruthless enough. And mm. I just I just think if you've got an asset there that you can sell for decent money, and I said 35, but I reckon you could get more than that for Leno. Yeah, I think He's so, only 27, yeah. that's young in goalkeeping years. I think you sell him, but yeah, big respect to Emi Martinez. Moving forward to the FA Cup final, we are playing uh, Chelsea, who we have a decent record in the FA Cup against. Um and we did, I can't actually remember, I think it was a draw against Chelsea with that Martinelli goal at Stamford Bridge, wasn't it? That was Stamford Bridge. And then yeah. at, at, uh, at the Emirates, it was Boxing Day, we played them. And I think I think we lost 2-1. And it was actually, strangely, it was due to a Leno error. He, he yes. cocked up a cross. Um, right, okay. But, but it, I, th- I think it might have, it was either Arteta's first game or one of his first games. And we played pretty good football. Um, I rem- Yes, I remember that now. It was just, we, we felt kind of, that's right. Tammy Abraham scored, um, and it was just like we were definitely we were the better team. We felt hard done by on that day. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. we felt hard done by, and I think I don't know. Do you feel confident? I, I strangely do. I strangely yes. feel. Here's why I, I, I'm I'm breaking it down from a from a tactical point of view. The stronger of the two managers tactically for me is definitely without a shadow of a doubt Arteta. Um, yes, I think Chelsea have been very hot and cold, and they have some. They've had some great results, but they've had some. Even in the last few weeks, they've had some really odd results, losing to West Ham defensively, showing their weakness. And by, I mean we get slated for our defensiveness, but I think for how bad our defense is. But Arteta has been smart, and when he has to get a result, like he did against City, 
tactically, I'm trusting Arteta far more than to, I'm trusting Arteta to, to to beat Lampard on that front. Yeah, I I I I don't think we can quite do what we did against City because I think the big difference is they've got Giroud, and I think against City we we almost said to them, "Well, look, whip as many crosses in as you like." Yes, because you're aiming at Gabriel Jesus and Luis. Yeah. I don't know, like fifteen that's, headers. Crazy. Yeah, that's a very true point. Yeah, I think so. It is. I mean, I, I think the 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 big questions are going to be what team Chelsea starts, whether they start Giroud or Tammy, whether they start Pulisic or Mason Mount. I, I'm hoping it's going to be Tammy rather than Giroud because he doesn't frighten me as much as Giroud. But uh, I, I don't think they stop us scoring. That's the main thing. I think especially mm. if Pepe's on his game, if Lacquer's on his game, if Aubameyang is always on his game. There's no question. You know, I, yeah. I, I've got used to the fact now that Aubameyang is always going to miss one sitter. Yeah. <laughs> And it will score the one that's harder to finish. You know, the City yes, game is exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think midfield-wise, I, I trust I trust Arteta to get it right. I think. I mean, would you would you start with the three at the back, or would you want to see would you want to see four at the back and three in midfield? From a tactical point of view, I I would um I we we played four at the back against Watford, and I was quite taken aback at how the amount of players that were lost in the formation when we had four at the back, and mm. um, even Joe Willock came into the team at that stage. He's playing in the midfield. He seemed lost as to where yeah. he was supposed to be, both with and without the ball. Um, the back four shape seemed a bit lost, and Tierney was weirdly caught out of position on a, on a few occasions in the first half. And when Arteta got the first water break, he really bollocked them out of it, and we started to we seemed to get the shape a little bit better for about twenty minutes in that game. I I would um, be I'm definitely I would prefer the back three just because I feel the players. I feel more comfortable in that at the moment. Yeah, I think I I think I agree with you. I think I think I think if there was the, the thing is I just can't pick a third midfielder. <laughs> Our yes. midfield is so That's bad. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, well, I, on, I, I, on I that point, who... on that point, would you bring in? Would you bring in out of the blue, out of nowhere? <laughs> would you bring in Mesedozo? <laughs> for the the problem is the the problem is I, I I don't know about you I, I at his peak I loved Özil but I just want him gone now I've had enough yeah, and I feel the I, same yeah it's like a dark cloud hanging over the club now the money's ridiculous and the the problem you've got is if you bring him in and you know he he pulls two goals out of his ass you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. sitting on a plate to a Bamiang. What the fuck do you do in the summer? We're not selling them then. What do you yeah. do? What do you do? Like, say, I, I, no, I think you have to, I think he has to stick to his guns. I think he has to, I think you're right. Three at the back, Xhaka and Sabalos in the field. I, I personally, um, I, I would keep Maitland-Niles in the team. I'd play him right wing back with Saka left wing back. Yeah. If, if Saka's Saka's fit. Yeah, has he been injured or what was the crack there? I don't know. They, they, they haven't officially said anything, but it has been strange, hasn't it? The amount of times yes, he's, he's been not out of been the squad. In the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was a bit strange. Um, so I, quick, quickly before we we we'll, we'll do our, we'll we'll pick our starting eleven for the final, and we'll give a prediction as well. Quickly before we get to that, transfer wise, ins and outs. There's like worth everything is being written all over the place. We both feel the same about Ozil. How do you feel about Gwendozi? Yeah, mate. It, I like it. I liked him a lot as a player. There were times under yeah. Emery where I thought he was our best player. I thought he yeah. was unreal. But I'm. I think if I wasn't as sold on Arteta, I'd be worried. Do you know what I mean? If if yes. I didn't really love Arteta, I'd be like, yeah. oh god, 21, 21 year old central midfielder, good stats, plays well, doesn't score yeah. goals or assists, but I, I like him. But 
I, I'm so sold on Arteta. I so I believe in him so much and his philosophy and the way he's playing and everything like that that I just think, you know what, mate? Whatever you want, you do. And and yes. that 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 kind of applies so long as I, my only concern is that we're going to do signings that aren't necessarily Arteta signings. I look at like Cedric, for example. Yeah. Yeah. That who's gotten four years somehow. Right. I mean, Jesus Christ, you, you and I should be banging on the door if they're handing <laughs> yeah. out contracts that easy. Well, he got, he got that contract without playing a game. It's crazy. But yeah, well, and that's that worries me a little bit, especially when you think, you know, I, I've mentioned it a couple of times, Sunday, Watford, Maitland-Niles played right wing back and was very good. But th- there's a part of you that thinks, okay, well, if, if Maitland-Niles is starting there, week just gone, when both are fit, that means Cedric is our third choice right back. Mm. And he's yeah, on eighty yeah. grand a week for four years, and yeah. and potentially we're we're losing Maitland Niles because he's not getting enough game time. You think that doesn't seem like what Arteta would do? So yeah. I, I think so, so. So long as it feels like we're bringing in Arteta's players, whether that's your Thomas parties, whether that's I mean, there's this kid in uh, uh, sports in Lisbon, sport in uh, Lisbon, yeah, seventeen yeah. year old. If it's him, you know, I've heard I've heard talks about John Stones coming in from City. Yeah. So long as you feel like it's Arteta's signings, it's the players he wants, mm. then you go, mm. okay, cool, I- I'm into it. Like as I said, the party thing doesn't make an awful lot of sense to me because I think Jacker isn't going to leave the team from that deep line midfield role. You hear Willian, and as as much as I actually think Willian's a really good player, you, you think, well, hang on, Reese Nelson and those young players who play right. I mean, I-, I always thought the Pepe thing was a strange signing because we've got yeah. so many good young wide players. Willian doesn't seem like a smart signing. Coutinho, again, it's is he really what we need? I, I do think we need an attacking midfielder, but is Coutinho at 28, who's just had a bad season at Munich, is that the smartest? Mm. So I think so long as you feel like it's Arteta's players that are coming in, mm. players that he wants, he rates, that play his football, like Danny Ceballos, who looks like yeah. he's going to stay for another year, then you go, okay, fair enough. But uh, it will worry me if we start buying these big expensive players on big wages who mm. you just don't feel like they're his players, you know? It's also, there's there's definitely a little part of me is thinking, uh, like, how much is Arteta playing this formation because of the players we have as well? You know, Massively. would he Massively. would he prepare, would he prefer to be playing a 4-3-3 but have more <clears throat> uh, mobile uh, middle three that can get up and down like a Kevin De Bruyne or like, is, is, that, is that what he's thinking about Thomas Partey, for example? Um, maybe that's his thinking. I know, I know that one aspect of the Cedric signing was that he is? He does use both feet, so they can u- utilize him on the left as well. So if they're stuck, sure, apparently. and, and, but, and I, that that makes sense to me. But then, then I think you also have to say to yourself, well, a left back. We've already got Kalasinac, Tierney, yeah. Saka. I mean, I'd hope that Kalasinac might be one who leaves this summer. But yes, yeah, we we are stacked there. I mean, I, yeah, I, I know what you mean about the four three three thing. I, I I really think four three three is the formation he wants to play. Yeah. I think the problem is at the moment we. The, the centre halves are so bad, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. And, I, and I think what we're really hanging our hats on is the fact that uh, William Saliba, when he comes in, yes. is going to be up to standard, and also Pablo Marie, who Pablo we haven't Marie, seen an yeah. awful lot of. Mm. You know, you think about when those signings were made. I I really think, you know, uh, as I said a couple of times, starting day of next season, if everyone's fit. I, th- I think that's probably the starting centre-back pairing. Mm. And I, we don't know an awful lot about either of them. You know, one's right-footed, one's left-footed. They're both yeah. big guys. Uh, Saliba, at least, is very athletic and cover ground. So you hope that would work as a back too. But in midfield, I mean, I think Ceballos starts next year. I, th- I yeah. think, I, as I've said a few times, I don't think you can take Xhaka out of that team. 
But then at the same time, I don't think Sabios Party Jacker has enough in there. I think I think you want whether it's a a, a Smith Rowe or someone yeah. like that, someone who's going to get up and try get and up and get, get down. Yeah. Up yeah. and down, support the strikers. Joe Willock beefs himself out a bit. Maybe he's in there, you know. Yeah, yeah, learns to pass the ball as well. That would help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel, I, that, to, to me, Steve, that 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 to me actually almost feels like as as big a pressing issue as anywhere else. I think you know, and and it feels mad to say because I remember like as few as two two or three years ago when we, we had about nine different players who, who yes. all wanted to play in attacking yep. midfield. You know, yep. Wilshere, Kazola, Ozil, yep. Ramsey, blah, blah, blah. So many. You know, Mikitarian in that time, Rosicki, who was there. Yes. And and now you think, God, just give me one of those. Give one me of them, one yeah. Who can if you had Santi now. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, mate, take him back. <laughs> oh, take him back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd, take, I'd take Santi on one leg. But, yeah, I, I, I think that's the big thing we... It's, and it's exciting. It's nice to think we're going to go out and buy an attacking midfielder. You know, yeah. someone's going to give us a bit of flair. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm buzzing about that. So listen, with all those things in mind, um, there's, I mean, we could go into the list of people that we'd like to see leaving the club. I think that list is endless, but Kalasmatch <laughs> is one of them. Um, uh, like, uh, things like there's weird things like Mustafi is putting in a good shift all of a sudden. And now you're kind of going, oh shit, do we get rid of him? Do we not? Anyway, it's, it's complicated, but let's, let's go and see if we can pick our starting 11 for the final. Um, I think we can both agree on, you know, Martinez is going to be our goalkeeper. Um, yes. Do we go, we'll go with the three, four, three formation. Yeah. Our, our three centre halves. Who do you go for in in for the final? David Luiz can't come out of there, mm. and I think it has to be Kieran Tierney on the left of him because, as I said, I think he gives you that flexibility where he can almost cover left left centre half, left back, and almost left wing back. Yes. Yeah. On the right hand side, I have to say, mate, I'm I was worried by holding. I was seriously worried by mm. holding, and and as you say, we haven't got Mustafi. I mean. The strange thing is, Socrates hasn't had a sniff. Yeah, well, like I was wondering if he sniff. injured or what. Yeah, he no, he's fit. He's fit, man. He's he's absolutely fine. Um, and and strangely, I, I remember a couple of times under Arteta, we saw Socrates play as a right back. Yeah, that's true. It started yeah, yeah. him at right back. So you you think uh, it's it's what I, I was I was really surprised actually that we didn't see Socrates on Sunday at Watford because I thought, well, you know what, yeah. that gives him a game, and if it means if he if he really smashes it, you can bring him in. Yeah. Now, as we said, he hasn't played a minute. I don't think he comes in out of the cold. So I think it is Rob Holding. I think Rob you have Holding, to play yeah. Rob Holding. But there would there would be a big part of me considering Socrates. I have to say. What about you? Um, I I I agree. Um, I kind of I go with Rob Holding, but like with worry, you know. And yeah. I don't think we I don't think we have a lot of other options. I agree with the Socrates uh, thing, <laughs> and so I I think we had some young medley as well I would have liked to have seen them earlier on in the season some of the young yeah. fellas coming through at centre half but we are where we are with that you would have loved to have the options of Callum Chambers Mary's out injured um, Chambers Maver- especially actually I, I yes. think that position really I think suits that could Chambers. really suit him yeah because he's played right back so much he's also played holding midfielder for Fulham um, so him right uh, right centre back at, the, at at back three would be great um, your, your wing back on the left well, I, oh, I have to say, mate, I'm torn on this. I'm really torn on this because my, I'm, I, I want to say Saka just because I think I think he gives you so much. I think he's such a threat, and I think he he creates chances in ways other players don't. But there's a big part of me that's tempted to say, you know what? It worked against City. Why not play Maitland Niles left? I think mm. he, I think it's probably going to be Bellerin right wing back. Okay. If you play Maitland Niles left wing back and you leave Saka on the bench. 
it at least means that if you get to 60 minutes and you're one yes. nil down, you've got a joker in the pack. You've got Absolutely. something you can bring on. Absolutely. Otherwise, there's not an awful lot on our bench. If, if we start with the usual front three of, of Pepe, Abba and Laka, mm. there's not a lot on the bench if you're chasing mm. a game. So I, I think I would start Saka, but it's, I, I say that feeling a little bit um, conflicted thinking that he could be a good option off the bench. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, uh, so, you're, so you're going to go with Saka or you're going to go with... I think so, yeah, yeah. I go think I would go okay. with Saka, yeah. Let's start with Saka. So then you're right wing back, then you'll go with Bellerin still or do you want Ainsley in there? Ooh. <laughs> it's hard, man. You know what? If there's if there's any tiny question over Bellerin's fitness, I think you play Maitland-Niles just because yeah. I think he's on a good run. He's mm-hmm. playing well. And I, I like the legs he gives us. I think, I think he yeah. gives us legs that we don't have when he's not there. Yeah, I agree. But you, what, I agree. Would you, what would you say? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm caught on that. I probably would go for if Bellerin's fit. And I have a little tiny worry about experience in that. I, w- I don't think Arteta is going to start both Ainsley and Saka on either side from a mature, from a... Yeah, from a, an experience point of view. So I, I would think he probably would go with Ainsley on the left and Bellerin on the right because uh, Bellerin has got slightly more experience. Um, but yeah, and, and, and probably that's the way I would think about it myself as well. So I'd probably go with Bellerin and Ainsley on the left. And, and I, I agree with this, bringing Saka off the bench. Like imagine being able to bring, for example, Nketiah and and Saka off the bench mm. for 20, 20 minutes to go. You know, like Eddie's going to like to nick a little goal um, for us, an important goal. So... Um, yeah, I, I'll go with uh, Bellerin and Ainsley on the left. Our centre midfielders, I think they picked themselves considering they our conversation. Shaq yeah, and Tobias and the, the front three picked themselves as well. Just just about the front three. There, there, there is a tiny part of me that thinks, again, thinking about this whole thing of do you leave something on the bench, there's a tiny part of me that thinks do you start with maybe Nelson and bring Pepe on? Mm. I, I, I think Arteta likes Nelson a lot, but I think... The strange thing with Pepe, he's he's almost a player that you want to leave on the pitch as long as possible because he does mm. tend to grow into a game. He's not really yes. an impact player. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. very rare that you see him come on and just and you know really run a team ragged. But we, you know, this is a cup final. There, there's obviously the opportunity for extra time. Yeah, and I, I yeah I I agree with you. I think, I think you it's it's almost like basketball or something or, or American football. You, you you almost need to think about the substitutes you're going to bring on. You know, yes. rather than thinking yeah, yeah. of it as a ninety minute game, you think especially of it as we quarter. have five that to bring on as well. Well, yeah, which it'd be it'd be lovely if we had five players that you'd want to bring. On. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have a little slight feeling that Saka might start instead of Pepe, but I I, I don't know if he's fit. But I yeah, love Saka. I love Saka coming in off the right. Um, yeah. I can't remember which game it was. Uh, maybe it was when he f- scored his first league goal, but he seemed to really enjoy playing on the on the right. And, Wolves. Uh, Wolves, Wolves that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was fantastic. But yeah, his positional man. play defensively is much better than Pepe's. Um, and, that's true. It's true. Um, but we'll see. It's, it's all going to come down to who um, Arteta wants, what, what tactics he's going to play. So I'll be intrigued to see what exactly it is. Finally, thank you so much for coming on, but we got to go with your prediction. <laughs> Well, I don't want to jinx it. I always hate talking about it as well because my mates always say I fucking jinx the Arsenal games. But what do you think? What's your prediction, your score prediction for the FA Cup final? I think it's going to be 2-1, but I think it will need extra time. Come on, you got <laughs> Jacob Hawley's been an absolute pleasure. What's your Instagram handle? Cheers, brother. So it's at Jacob Hawley on Instagram. At Jacob Hawley. That will be in the description to this podcast. Thank you so much, my man. Come on, you Gunners. Come on, Arsenal.
up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.